all <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> hey, y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. You said. <laughs> I know, I had to take a deep breath because I got a cookie in my throat. <laughs> this week, we're going to talk about Green Book, Instant Family, Girl in the Spider's Web, and My Failed Attempt to See Creed 2. And Wrecker Ralph 2, just briefly, because I saw that. You did? Yeah. When? With Patrick. When was that? Friday. Y'all like to be sneaky and just not tell me. I would have seen that yesterday so we could have talked about it. Oh, sorry. You do this to me all the time. Turn this off. I always tell you when I'm going. That's not true. Turn that off. Turn the whole thing off. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host and Wreck-It Ralph fan, (laughs) Adrian Gomez. Yeah. What's up? Nothing. How's it going? Good. How was your week? Great. I had four days off. I literally feel like a new person. I woke up today and thought, I don't have to go to work today. Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm narcoleptic. You set yourself up a little bit because you get up so early. But I just, that's my body. I know. You make it worse. Like, you, it's bad routine. You need to take a melatonin. (laughs) I don't know. It's bad. You need to stay up late. Force your body to stay up like an hour later. I understood on th- so we had Thanksgiving at your mom's house, right. which was so the food was it was really literally good. unreal. And every year I say I need to take food to go, and right. I don't right because your mom obviously does not want to eat all of that. <laughs> which I mean that would be like four hundred meals. Yeah, exactly. There was a lot. I mean, more left over than we ate. Yeah, and I didn't take any to go, but it was so good. The stuffing was very good. Mm-hmm. It was all good. What was your? You ate literally three bites. I have never felt like that in my entire life. Yeah. Except maybe like when I go to Disneyland. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get it. You cooked all day in the Yeah, hot. but then later on Friday morning, because we sat down at like, what, 7.45 to eat. Mm-hmm. I sat down, got my plate of food, ate two bites, like you said, and then my eyes started rolling in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. You were <laughs> over it. And I, 10 minutes later, I was like, I think I'm going to go lay down for a few minutes. And I didn't wake up until 7 o'clock the next Did morning. Did you tell anybody that? Um, I think I told Patrick. <laughs> you right? didn't know where you were. I think I said, I think I'm going to go lay down. Because <laughs> well, because for a second, I thought you were in the bathroom. Yeah. And then, like, after, like, five minutes passed, I was like, oh, he's asleep. I knew. <laughs> I knew better. And then, like, 30 minutes passed. It was starting to get to that part where we were all kind of like, where's Adrian? You know what I mean? Everybody was sort of looking around like, where did he go? Yeah, I'm in Irish exit. (laughs) I just, I got there at like, I woke up again. I was up at like five o'clock in the morning, made the stuff that I had to make here, went straight to my mom's Mm -hmm. and then cooked from the second I got there until the second we sat down. And then on Friday morning when I woke up and I was talking to my mom, she was like, you have to understand, I've been doing that for 25 years. And you always say, why do you look like that? Why are you acting so mean? You know what I mean? And yeah. I always, she said, I always said the hostess or the host has to be like perfect and manicured. Mm-hmm. She's like, now you know. <laughs> but I, I learned know. that from Ina. Ina you says, had a lot on, I mean, oh, you yeah. did a lot. Ina always says that the host should never look disheveled or angry. And I, mm-hmm. I, I told you also it was hard because her foot's broken. So I, it was limiting yeah. in terms of what she can do. Totally. So, but it was fun. I would do it again for sure. Oh, yeah, you With just more preparation. Yeah. Hopefully with her uh, not in a broken foot. Yeah. Well, yeah, God willing. Did you eat anything or did you not eat anything that you wish you should have? Or did you get one of everything? I ate one of everything. I did not eat anything other than cranberry stuff. You didn't get sick this year? I have to be honest, though. I ate 80% of the shrimp on that thing. 
Oh, right. No joke. And I looked at Alana before we started eating. I said, I could stop. Like, I'm full. <laughs> like, I had a full meal of shrimp and deviled eggs. And I was like, I could probably stop here. The deviled eggs were good. Did you even eat one? I had one. I went, I got up, remember, and came in there and started hanging out with y'all in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I went back literally to get one, mm-hmm. and they were gone. <laughs> they had just disappeared. I was like, dang, I should have been a little more vicious at the beginning. And you liked the shrimp ring? Because you were supposed to eat that when you on were Wednesday. over there with her on yeah. Wednesday. And she got chips. I was like, Annette, when are we eating all this food? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was so good. Yeah. The sweet potatoes were good. Good. Even, I didn't care about the marshmallows. Oh, okay. That's not like make or break to me. She the the only thing every year since we started doing it, mm-hmm. she always says, "Oh, but do Patrick and Curry eat it like this back home?" I'm like, "I don't know, and I really don't care." Well, We're doing it is, our way. Everybody does it different. <laughs> exactly, it's all generally the same. Right. Exactly. Also, Annette, you know my family don't cook like that. Patrick, I remember maybe. shopping though. She was like, "Oh, I know Curry likes marshmallows on his thing." I was like, "Do you? <laughs> like, did he ever say that?" <laughs> I love onions though. <laughs> she thinks I want a whole plate of just onion. Um. Anyway, yeah, it was a great time. All the pie was also my pumpkin pie was okay. Yeah, she told me it was overcooked. Yeah, she told me a hundred times. Thank you, Annette. I realize <laughs> and it's her fault. I followed her. I mean, I followed her direction. No, I actually followed the can. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I sh- I just shouldn't bake. I don't know why every year I set myself up to fail. Like I just should not be responsible. But you, one day you'll learn. Yeah, probably not. And I heard Walmart was closed on Black Friday when you got there. So we went Black Friday shopping. We went to Best Buy. It was fine. Like, that didn't really throw me off that much. Yeah. We went to Best Buy. I got three things. Mm-hmm. Went to Target. Got, like, four things. Or maybe... No, I just got one thing. And then we went to Walmart. It was closed. They closed at 11. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't know that they didn't stay open. Because, right. you know, Walmart's usually 24 hours. Right. So, that was odd. But I guess they needed to, like, reset for in the morning. Yeah, I guess so. Like, five, right? Yeah. That's when I guess that they would open. So, then Friday... Reese sent me a a couple things she wanted me to look at at Walmart. And I was like, I would like to just go, like, see the craziness and, like, pick at the bins. So I went to that one in Burbank. Yeah. And went to that Walmart, Target, Best Buy again. Oh, perfect. And I saw Frankie. Shopping? Um, Yeah, with Rebecca. Um, Yeah. And so I went to Walmart and had to, like, oh, I didn't tell you this. I got literally one pulled something out of my hand. Reese wanted this, like, tunnel that, like, babies crawl in. Like, uh-huh. it was Disney or something. It was Mickey Mouse. And I was on the phone with my mom looking for some Tupperware thing that Reese wanted also. And I, I, like, pressed, literally took my body and pressed the Mickey Mouse thing up against the shelf while I was, like, readjusting. And the woman tried to slide it out for me. So I slid it back, and I was like, oh, I'm taking this. Uh-huh. And she was like, no, you're not. And she yanked it, and I literally yanked it back. And I was like... Yes, ma'am, I am. And she was like, um, well, that's not how this works. She's like, you took your hands off of it. I said, when? <laughs> I was like shouting. Oh, yeah. Guess what? I got it. She didn't. I was like, what am I going to do? Fight this woman over a slide? Clearly. A tunnel? Yeah. And don't let me forget, I got you the greatest showman. It's somewhere in here. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I got Shape of Water. Great choice. Yeah. I didn't get a bunch of, uh, you would think they were stupid, but I tried to be better this year. You got the Leanne Rhymes movie. I got the Leanne Rhymes movie, which was not part of Black Friday. I bought that just, because I told my mom, I'll never see that again. Yeah. Leanne Rhymes, like, you have to just get it when it's there, because you will never see it again. Patrick made a good point, too. Like, my brother Derek, he brought back a stack of stuff, and, like, half the stuff was, wasn't was Black Friday. Yeah. You know, he just went shopping. Yeah. 
Watch your guys' fine excuse. Sean came back with a microwave from my mom. That was good. You saw it? No, but she. we saw Sean at Target. Oh, right. We crossed paths. It was fun. <laughs> I like it. And I like, I know a lot of people are like, it's too nuts, it's too chaotic. I like the craziness. Oh, yeah, me too. I like seeing people run around and like carry like a hundred things in their hand. You saw the woman, the video of the worker at Victoria's Secret Mm-mm. who had to like climb onto the display. And she's like, it's not that serious. <laughs> <laughs> no. I never do real things like clothes. Like, that's what yeah. I should be looking for. Yeah. I'm always just like, I literally come home with a stack of DVDs every exactly. year. Like, snatched. I got for $1. <laughs> that's how much it should be. $1. Pitch Perfect 3. $1. Sold. <laughs> and Annie, the Coivinjane version. $1. Which I didn't already own, which was more surprising. I texted Alana. I was like, can you see if I have Annie? Oh, my God. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's fun. Can't wait for next year. The first thing we're going to talk about is Green Book. Green Book stars Mahershala Ali, Oscar winner, Academy Award winner, mm-hmm. and uh, Viggo Mortensen. And Linda Cardellini. And Linda... Is that her name? Mm-hmm. And her. Um, who I still just think of... Daphne. Daphne. Or Velma. Velma from Scooby-Doo. Um, it's about a man who lives in New York mm-hmm. who drives... Who, like, gets hired as a driver for this, uh, like, jazz pianist. He's not really a jazz pianist, but, like... He's, like, a famous piano player. A famous piano player who is black. So it deals with, like, racial tension in the 50s. And he drives him, like, through the Deep South. On tour. Exactly. And it's one of those, like, stories where, like, they all learn something from each other. You know, the guy learns to be more open-minded about race Mm -hmm. and... The black guy is, like, not very cultured with, like, actual black people because he's been raised in this, like, affluent world of music. So he learns, like, you know, what's actually going on in the world. Which apparently is false. That didn't happen? Uh, my, the woke friend that I have. Uh-huh. Sent me this article about how his family, that guy's family. Uh-huh. Said that the movie sucks. It's not true. He was always around black people. He was always around his black family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said it's just a story about a white man coming to save the day. Uh, okay. Which, Which I could sort of see. But I still loved it. I didn't see that he really saved the day. Right. But, I mean, he was, like, standing up Physically for Physically uh, defending yeah. him. Yeah. I guess. I was like, who cares? Yeah. Because it was a great story. It was a great movie. First of all, Viggo Mortensen was fantastic. Marshall Ali, I'm still not sold on as an actor. What show did he come from before Moonlight? I don't know. Somebody was saying he was on something before because I didn't know him that like. Forty four hundred. Oh, Patrick says a forty four hundred. I don't know what that is. Neither. Um, <laughs> but I don't know that he's necessarily the best actor of all time. But this role suited him perfectly. Yeah, he was on House of Cards. He was on House of Cards. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh, Remy, right? Is who he plays? Oh. That's right. Is that over? Mm-hmm. Um, well, now I can't stop thinking about how a white man saves the day. I guess I could see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's I thought it's he tough. more opened up that guy's world. But I understand there it's his family, so they have obviously a different take on it than we will ever have. Right. I wasn't really looking forward to it, Me to either. be honest. No. But I thought it was fantastic. It was very funny. Yeah. The parts in the commercial are, like, super cheesy, and I was like, this isn't going to be funny. But it was actually super funny. And 
I also think they depicted the time period very well. Yeah. Which a lot of movies now don't really do that. But they, like, sort of do. But they, like, was actually, I felt like... They all felt very lived in. Home... I mean, it's crazy. Viggo Mortensen, I just kept thinking, he was in Captain Fantastic, which mm-hmm. even if you didn't like it, like, look at that and look at this. Or look at Lord of the Rings and this. Exactly. You know like, I mean? that is... Uh, he's wild. What he's is his a, accent in real life? He's American and, like, Swedish or something. Okay. Or Norwegian or something weird. Yeah. Anyway, fantastic performances, really great story. And, and it's a great Christmas movie. It's a great Christmas movie, absolutely. Two and it, it was two hours and ten minutes, which gave me the sweats a little bit. But <laughs> I was in for the whole two hours. Oh yeah, me too. Um, I definitely recommend it. It's weird, like Oscar movies are here, but like we are What's going the through runner? them, yeah. you know, like so normally that it doesn't feel like there's like a build the same way. Yeah, because there really aren't that many more. That you know what I mean. And like, I don't see a clear front runner. No. Except the star. A star is born, which I saw again today. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How many times is that for you? Four? No, more than that. Five or six. Um, I will say, if you are one of those people who feel like you can't watch Oscar movies, a lot of them are on Netflix. Like yeah. three of the of re- like real contenders are on Netflix. Right. So there are things you can watch from your house. That's true. Which I still don't know if I like. No, of course not. Like Roma, I want to see in a theater. Yeah, me too. Desperate. But also that Private Lives or whatever with Katherine Hahn mm-hmm. is on Netflix apparently is unreal and she's a lot of people think she's going to get nominated. Oh, with Paul Giamatti? Mm-hmm. We'll About see. them like trying to conceive. Yeah. And what was the other one? That Buster Scruggs movie yeah. is on Netflix. That's what I'm saying. That's a lot of stuff. And the Sandra Bullock movie. Yeah, but see, that again, to me, that looks like something I'd want to see in a theater. Totally. Um, next we're going to talk about Instant Family, starring Mark Wahlberg, Rose Byrne, Margot Martindale. Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack for 45 seconds. That was so strange. And the Becky G lookalike. And, the, which, is she the girl from Transformers? Becky G? No, is Becky G in Transformers? No. This girl is in Transformers. Yes. Um, Instant Family is basically about a, about white people who come and save the day. Um, about how this married couple are like a little bit later and they're like in their like their their age, Mark Wahlberg's age, mm-hmm. and they become foster parents. And so it's basically about fostering children. Like in the and it like it's one of those movies that sort of feels like there should be a line at the end. Like a website at the end. I don't like that. Yeah, it's definitely corny. You know I like those kind of cheesy movies mm-hmm. and I can appreciate it for what it is. The first, like, half hour, I was like, okay, this is actually kind of bad. They tried to have it be so funny, which I understand because Mark Wahlberg's not, like, actually a good actor. So, like, they have to sort of decorate him always to Mm -hmm. make him, like, so there has to be some sort of, like, style angle to it. But, um, yeah, so it's about these two people that adopt Tig Notaro and Octavia Spencer, like, they're, um foster counselors or whatever Mm -hmm. and they spend a lot of the movie like sort of making fun of like making jokes that a lot of times are i was like this is weird because it's like they're making jokes about kids and Mm -hmm. they're making jokes about foster parents and like i get it because they're trying to make a funny movie but i was like this is kind of weird they're kind of making fun of this whole process in like some weird backhanded way (laughs) but obviously that wasn't their intention I just kept thinking, these people have to have something better to be doing. Octavia Spencer Duh. has to get in some real stuff. She produced Green Book. 
Good for her. I know. I remember seeing it. But I was just like, what are you doing in this? Like, what has she been in in the last, like, year? Shape of Water. But yeah. since then. Gifted. Yeah. I mean, it's like she just does these. I, she, I get it, She's trying to work and get the checks while they're coming. Of course. But come on. Should, something will come. Yeah. But Mark Wahlberg was entertaining. Rose Byrne is always really good. Love her. And it was sweet and really corny, really cheesy. Perfect movie for, like, a parent who wants to see something with, like, their 10-year-old. No, thank you. Or, like, a, yeah. It was sweet in, like, a goofy kind of way. It needs to be on, like, Freeform. And I'm sure it will be in probably six months. Can't wait. Or the countdown to Christmas next year. <laughs> or whatever it's called. Um, do you consider the Harry Potter movies a Christmas movie? No. I don't know why they play them around the holidays. Is it just because in the first one it snows? Like, that's the only thing I can think of, because that's the clip they always show, is, like, him standing outside where it's snowing. Yeah. Yeah, but they actually talk about Christmas in the first two movies. But it's not, it doesn't revolve around Christmas. Like, why aren't they but playing mixed nuts? Like scenes of Christmas time. Yeah, but what about the other six movies? We they have to fill the gap with something. Yeah. So dumb. We're not going to play Twilight. Twilight's not a Christmas movie. Exactly. Is that on there? No. Oh. Um, next, we're going to talk about Girl in the Spider's Web, which is a sequel to Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It stars... I almost said the girl from the first movie. It stars Claire Foy. I can't think of anybody else. That guy from Get Out, right? Yeah. Who? And sorry to bother you. Oh, yeah. What's his name? I don't know. Patrick, can you Google him? Yeah. Yeah, his role is sort of insignificant. But she's like he's like the sidekick kinda, yeah. Yeah, he like is or like, like a, he's guy. a B story. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, exactly. Lakeith Stanfield. He's the only thing I will ever think about him is he's the guy who got up on stage at the Critics Choice Awards. Remember when they didn't win? Oh yeah. Sorry. That was a bad move. I know nobody else saw that and it wasn't like a big moment, but it, that's bad. He was good and sorry to bother you though. Anyway. Um the, it's so. Did you love the girl with the dragon tattoo? The first one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why didn't we see this like weeks ago? I honestly forgot it was out. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why. I really did want to see it. You I still, still do. should see it. It's only playing like three times a day, though, so you need to see it if you want to see it. Okay. Um. Okay. I didn't love. I I enjoyed the first movie. I thought it was a really good movie. I think that the story is there's something that like. Keeps it from being, like, awesome to me. It reminds me of James... I was telling your mom this the other day. It reminds me of James Bond in the fact that he she's sort of, like, savage. And you're just supposed to, like, root for her mm-hmm. and whatever she's doing. And she does all these, like, cool trickery things. But we don't have a backstory or, like, years of loving her for us to care about her just being, like, savage and heartless and, like, sort of show no emotion. I thought Claire Foy honestly probably did a better job than um, Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara, who, you know, I'm not a humongous fan of. Right. But the script just wasn't as good as the first one. And also, Daniel Craig was fantastic in the first one. And the Remember guy who was this a David one, Fincher movie. Exactly. Who did this one? He was like an actor turned director sometimes. Oh. Yeah, it was fine. I thought it was a cool spy movie. The writing, I mean, there's zero surprise element because the writing is literally on the wall the entire movie. Plus, it's basically all in the trailer. Like, mm-hmm. the entire movie's in the trailer. Um, but I did think Claire Foy was fantastic. And again, like I told you that day, if you think about The Crown, the movie where she was in the hospital. Unsane. 
uh, first man and this. I mean, she has literally laid everything she has to lay on the table. She's got some range. Like, she is good. Mm -hmm. I do wonder, like, in five years, is she still going to be able to be the lead in everything? Or do you think she's going to disappear? I think she'll do, like, another TV show. Yeah. She's like Jessica Chastain. Kinda. Because Jessica Chastain sort of is so good and can do anything that people sort of have a hard time pegging her. Yeah. That's my worry for her. Yeah, she would be great on TV, still. Oh, yeah. But she was really good in this and, like, gave a lot of levels that I don't think another person could have done. She was great. Um, And finally, we'll talk about, want to talk about Wreck-It Ralph? Literally one of the best movies of the year. Was it, do I need to see the first one to understand it? I wouldn't say so. Would you? I mean, I think it would help familiarize some of the characters, but no. Do you just that? No. You should know their friends. Okay. It's a really great movie. And, like, surprisingly hilarious. Are the princesses in it a lot? For, like, five minutes. But it's funny. <laughs> that part is hilarious. Okay. I'd go see it again. Okay. Maybe we'll go tomorrow. Perfect. Um, anything else you want to say about it? The song's about... It's my song of the week. Who's the song? Julia, Julia Michaels. Oh, I really hope she doesn't go away. I don't think she will. She's... Yeah, we don't have to get into a career discussion of her, but I really do <laughs> like her. And they sell that EP that I'm obsessed with at Urban. I saw on vinyl. Of her? Yeah, I want that. I need to find it. It's probably deceased now, but it was months ago. But I didn't have money at the time. <laughs> um, also, I want to say this. Yesterday, I went to see Creed. It was 10, uh, 9.30 at night. Me and Patrick canceled. Y'all canceled, which is fine. I wasn't upset by that. I mean, I was like, I rolled my eyes for like one second, but then I was like, whatever. I knew you wouldn't come, but I thought Patrick will at least come. <laughs> Patrick was like, I, it's, I'm going to stay home. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> um, so anyway, Alex Pinky said that to me in the pool in Mexico, and I literally like almost peed. That's a no for me, dog. Uh, anyway, got in the movie. Two boys were sitting in your seats. They uh, were eating Panda Express. Uh, like, the full t- takeout thing of Panda Express. A group of, like, 10-year-old Armenian girls was sitting on the left of me. Uh-huh. The girl beside me kept looking at me because I was taking the armrest. Uh-huh. Because I didn't want to lean on the Panda guy. And so I was leaning that way because she's 10 and took up a fourth of the seat. So, like, obviously that would be the direction I'd go. And she kept sort of like saying it over and over, like, "Well, I don't have anywhere to put my arm." So I sort of was like, "She said that, yes." So I was like, had my arms crossed, sitting in the seat. I felt like an Eskimo. Like I looked nuts. Every people were using their jewels, those like things. There were two people in front of me: the boy beside me that was eating panda, and some other guy that was like in the middle. In the middle, when he did it, somebody yelled, "Hey, stop doing that!" or something, and he stopped. But the two people right in front of me and the girl and the guy beside me were continuously doing it. Everyone was having full conversation. Everybody was on their phone. And the girls beside me, when uh, Felicia Rashad pops up, I watched like half an hour, which honestly is probably as much as I needed to see. Because uh-huh. like the rest of the movie, they're going to fight. So I was like, I get it. I got the plot. <laughs> I got the plot right here. Um, but... The she said something funny and the girls were like ha 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 and I was like I literally as soon as I did I was like I'm out I was like I cannot do this I became a hundred year old man I you be- haven't walked out in a movie in a long time oh never like that so I went downstairs the guy was like rolling his eyes at me 
Saying what? He was like, I said, everyone around me is smoking mm-hmm. and talking and on their phones and like eating. I was like, it's too much. I need to go. And he was like, smoking, really? I said, yeah, literally like four or five people. He was like, five people. I said, why are you questioning me? Just give me my money back. Of course, it was a nightmare. Also, I learned today. That Stubbs thing, they, it's not as savvy on their end as we think it is. Why? They wouldn't put my reservation back on there. What do you mean? Like, once the oh, movie like started. That, exactly. Oh, yeah. So they gave me, like, a little paper or something so I can go back. Even though I thought, that's kind of chintzy. Well, no, that says, I think, in the terms and conditions that the, it doesn't show yeah. back up. I just thought, like, I went. I mean, again, I didn't pay for parking because of how short I was there. But, like, I paid for a drink. And, luckily, I refilled it before I left. Don't get it twisted. I got my full uh, $6 worth. Anyway, I didn't see Creed too. <laughs> that is the long. funniest story in the entire I was world. so mad. I was like, I'm so glad Adrian and Patrick are not here for this mask. Because I know you would have yelled. <laughs> and Patrick probably would have, too. Oh, yeah. Especially if they're children, please. Oh, literally. Oh, I yeah. Know. But it was just too much. And obviously, there were adults in front of me, and they didn't seem bothered. I was like, why am I the only one who seems to notice that we're, like, at a park? <laughs> I was shut up. I just want to watch Creed. <laughs> um, also, Sylvester Stallone's face. I mean, it is so wild to see that, like, projected on a large screen. Did he end up getting nominated for the first one? Yeah. He just didn't win. Right. But he won the Golden Globe. Correct. Okay. I sometimes get confused, like, as years pass. We see too many things. Our question of the week comes from Angela. She said, what did we think of the lip syncing in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? We only got two questions, and both of them were about the lip syncing in the parade. That's great. First of all, I understand why they have to lip sync in the parade. You see, I don't. Because technicalities, it's just too much. It's a moving car, and it's hard for them to. Can they just not make it so that it's singing live and just projected to our TVs? Like, who cares about the people in the friggin' audience there? Like, yeah. why can't we hear it live? Well, I saw a video, somebody posted a video of Kelly where they were there, and I mean, she sounded insane. It did not sound good. That's because they're doing it for yeah, TV, course. right? Exactly, because her mic is like just changing. It's like to American us. Idol. You exactly. know, like when Brian Seacrest is talking, can you barely, can barely hear. Exactly, that's what it was like. It was like she was silent. You just heard the band. So but, why don't they just do that? And for what what else? doesn't make sense to me about it, and what you really learn is they do have an option: is the girl from The Voice sang live, mm-hmm. the bare naked ladies sang live. So now we know you can sing live on the float. When I know you didn't read Clay Aiken's book, <laughs> um, however, in his book he talks about his biggest his biggest regret at the time. Obviously now, who knows? But like at the time, he was saying that he did the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And he told them he didn't want to do it because he couldn't sing live. Mm -hmm. And they said, he said he wouldn't do it unless he could sing live. And they told him, we have not had people sing live in the like 60 years of this parade. And we're not changing it for Clay Aiken. Mm -hmm. And he said he was so mad, but he did it anyway. So at the time, obviously that wasn't the case. But now it's apparent that you can. So these people are choosing not to sing. Also, I get it. It's hard to sing when it's 20 degrees outside. It's hard to talk when it's 20 degrees outside. Right. So, like, I get it. But at the same time, you can't use the cop-out like we're not allowed to. Because some people obviously are allowed to. But on people the are still saying that, though. Like, John Legend, didn't he say, like, they were, like, they He say- said that you are that you don't sing live. He just said you don't. But, like, some people did. Right. So, but I get it. Beyonce didn't sing live at the inauguration. All right. That's all I can think of. Because she said it was too cold. Yet everybody else sang live. So it's a personal preference. So it's a personal preference, exactly. But Rita Ora, I don't don't blame her for any of that. 
it was a mistake. Obviously, she was she wasn't hearing in her ears. Can you imagine all the stuff that's going on? You're on a parade float because the thing is, like, they're really on a float. They ride from like one end to the other. It's not like they're just on it for like that five seconds, right? So like they have to hit their cues. There's cameras everywhere. I'm sure it's a nightmare. The bad part about that is to, for me to think is that she didn't know how to recover. Oh and like yeah. As an artist, I think you should know how to do that. Totally. But again, she didn't know she was messing up. That's true. Until she got over. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Very sad. But I'm sure. Hopefully, I imagine it'll be fixed by next year. Because oh, it was yeah. such a like of course. thing. Thank you so much for your question, Angela. If you have a question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. My voice is like shaking. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, your song of the week. Slaughter Race by Julian Michaels. Slaughter Race? Yeah. It's great. Did they race in the movie? Yes. song from the first one uh when can i see you again by carly Jepsen and city really <laughs> um okay i'm gonna play it for you after oh yeah well you know i love her yeah okay my song i'm sorry it's christmas i'm changing to only christmas ones sorry until when christmas so for the next four podcasts. Okay. Um, my, Chris, my song of the week is by John Legend. It's called By Christmas Eve. I'm a thousand miles away. It's not snowing in L.A. But I'm phoning just to say I'm sorry. All the flights have been delayed. I've got nowhere here to stay. But if I can find my way, I'll hurry. Just hang up the Christmas lights and I'll do the rest tonight. Just tell the kids I'm coming. I swear that I'll be running and under the Christmas tree. Together, yeah, we will be. I promise. I'm gonna walk if I have to run. I'll stand on the highway and stop someone I'll cross the deserts, an ocean, a river that's frozen I'll follow the stars just to find where you are You can count on me Make a wish, close your eyes and believe I'll be home, 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 home By Christmas Eve 
It's, oh, this is the one you played for mm-hmm. me. It's the best on his Christmas CD. It's great. His the first of this year is a dud year for Christmas CDs. No really good people have, have one. He would be probably the person I would say is like, okay. But he just picked some kind of random songs. Yeah. Yeah, but he obviously can sing like nobody's business. But this song is a bop. This week you are looking forward to... We're going to a concert. I was I was wondering if you were even going to remember that. I have it in my calendar. <laughs> okay, good. We're going to see Lennon from Lennon and Stella. I cannot. No, Lennon and Stella from Lennon and Maisie. From Lennon and Maisie. <laughs> Lennon and Stella. I cannot wait. I hope she's so... She, I know she will be fantastic. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I watch her sing on her Instagram story every day, so I know she can sing. How old is she, like 14? No, she's like... I hope she's 18, because she's nasty on her Instagram. <laughs> She dressed like a chola, and she's like, is that offensive? Is hobo offensive? That's really the question of the year. Is hobo an offensive term? Right in. I'm going to make a poll. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. $15. I mean, you can't beat that. I really cannot wait. Where is it again? At the Troubadour. Oh, right here. Yeah, exactly. Can't wait. I'm curious to see. It's, well, we know what the crowd's going to be like, but... I'm curious to see. It's sold out, so. What time do we need to get there? I'm probably, I don't know. I'm off. Oh, good. You can hold the spot. Oh, yeah. I'll just hold the spot. And, yeah, I'll tell you something else later. <laughs> I'm remind me. Um, finally, your goober of the week. It was going to be Rita. Rita I Aura. mean, it was bad. It was really bad. I cannot believe your mom sat there and watched that whole parade with me like at 8 o'clock at night. That's that's a good friend. Even I know she didn't want to. I mean, she hates Broadway musicals. Your mom... <laughs> your mo- didn't you see, how pe- did you see how many people were mad because those girls kissed? Yeah. I thought they sort of copped out from it a little bit. Because they showed it and then very quickly went to an angle where you just saw everybody and they were just kissing in the front. I was like, this is their way of like doing it, but like kind of not doing right. it. Um... Yeah, you're, that was a good moment. Just like last year when she tried to get ready to watch Jesus Christ Superstar. She really does look out for me. Thank you, Annette. Um, my Goober of the Week is two people, Terry Rossio and Vigo Mortensen. Please, everyone, stop using the N-word. Who's Terry Rossio? The guy who wrote Pirates of the Caribbean. Said the N-word? Yes, in a tweet. Y'all. You're, no matter who you are, it just like, Why? I don't get it. It's stupid. I don't understand. Like, I like even if it crosses your mind, because let's be real, we're all human. It's a word that's very popular. Like, in every rap song they play on the radio, I, I get it. But, like, you just got to use one, not even, like, a shred of common sense to be like, I shouldn't say this word. Right. I, just, I don't get it. I really, it, like, there's no, and both of them, they were saying, like, in sort of, like, an educational context. It's like, nope. <laughs> You're Sorry. not the vessels to be no saying No one that. should be saying that word. Right. It just, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. You're smart men. You obviously are very well thought, like. And to be saying it, like, in such a public a manner. He tweeted. You know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. That's, like, permanent. And he was saying something stupid, too. I can't remember. Oh, I read about yeah. this. He was, like, comparing. It was, yeah. like, saying something is worse yeah. than saying the N-word. Exactly. And then wrote the N-word. I mean, it's just dumb. Yeah. Let's just, yeah. Let's use more sense than I think that you're allowed to use the N-word. You're not. (laughs) Great advice. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. 
Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at let's chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.